Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruchem We continue in the Igaris Hagra. And uh, the Gra mentions that one should not be jealous of this world. This world is completely empty. It's an illusion. It was and it no longer will be. It was there last night and then it dissipates. All the pleasures of this world are fleeing. And even at the time you're experiencing it, it's empty. It's not just, well, the experience passes so fast, so it's not worth it. It's more than that. Even at the time, in the eyes of any man of intellect, it's lowly. Okay. So the Grog continues and he's talking to his daughters and his wife. And the Gras says, even though you should not be jealous of this world, but instead you should be jealous of fear of God. You should be jealous of the fear of God. In other words, you would think it's not good to be jealous about anything. The Gras says, no. You should be jealous about the fear of God. Shlomo HaMelech in Mishlei brings the Pasuk, Envy causes the bones to rot. And the Mishnah says that one of the things that are Moitzinus Adam and Oilam is Kinnah. But nevertheless, says the Gemara Baba Basra, that even though if your friend set up a, a Toichein, a mill in the neighborhood, you, and you want to set up another mill in the neighborhood, he could stop you from doing so. However, if your, if your friend is teaching Torah in the neighborhood, you're allowed to open up a yeshiva right across the street. I, what do you mean? If I can't cause my friend financial uh, competition, I can't cause him financial strain because I'm going to be taking away his customers, why am I allowed to teach Torah right near him? Says the Gemara, because it's a halachic principle that the more competition, the more the better job everyone will do. So that means when it comes to Ruchnios, the Torah allows jealousy. Now, by the way, the Chazoinish writes that uh, this is one illustration of why being a nice guy alone without knowing halacha is not enough. Because if a person views things from just a, uh, a point of view of being nice, one would say, well, uh, if there's a yeshiva or if there's a shul and someone knows, opens up a yeshiva across the street or a shul across the street, Oh, that's not right. It's not nice. It's uh, not good manners. But according to the Torah, not only is it not, it not only is it nice. It's recommended. So it's not enough to to have a viewpoint based on midos. Um, One also has to make sure that their opinion is rooted in knowledge of halacha. Now it's an interesting thing. Rav Groucher and his uh, parish on the. Yigar Sagra brings the Sefer Charedim in the Mitzvahs Midrabanon in Parak Aleph. He says, there's actually, not only is there a heter, not only is there is it allowed to be jealous of Ruchnias, it is a Mitzvah Midivrei Rabbanon to be jealous in Ruchnias. Meaning, if you see somebody who learns more than you, davens better than you, does more chesed than you, not only are you allowed to be jealous, it is a Mitzvah you're doing a good deed by being jealous. The Pasuk says, Al libcha 
Your heart should not be jealous of sinners. Instead, you should be jealous of the fear of God. In other words, if you see, even the Archisadikim says, a wicked person, but he has one good quality that you don't have, not only are you allowed to be jealous, you should be jealous. But you have to make sure you're being jealous for the right reasons, that you're being jealous of the good quality and not for the ulterior benefit that the person gets out of it. Now, Rav Goldberg explains, why should you not be jealous of Gashmias, but when it comes to Ruchnias, you should be jealous? Because we know everything that a person has in this world is a gift from God. So why should I be jealous of you? You didn't take it away from me. The Rav Hashem gave it to you. There's only one thing in this world that's not a gift from God, Ruchnias. Ruchnius is something that is bidei adam, a person himself acquires. So that's why it's worthwhile to be jealous of that. And then the Gras seems to say something which is, uh, it seems random. And that is, the soimri, don't say, How will I merit the world to come? I can't do it. Meaning, the Graja said, if you see people who have more Ruchnius than you, you should be jealous of them. So now you'll wonder, you'll be despondent, you'll feel bad. A person might say, how will I acquire Olam Haba? Rav Goldberg says, this is a Hemshech from what he just said earlier, that he's talking to his daughters, and he's telling them, don't go to shul. So you say, you can't go to shul. So the woman will say, how will I get Olam Abba? I can't daven in the shul. I can't do Masim Tovim in the shul. How will I get Olam Abba? And the Gra goes on to explain three ways that even Anisha can get Olam Abba even without going to the Beis HaKnesses. The first thing is, the Gra says, is, doesn't matter how much you do, whether a lot or a little, as long as you direct your thoughts to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And now the Gra says sort of three ways to acquire Olam Haba. Number one, the little that you do, even if it's not a lot, and even if you don't go to shul, as the Gra warns against the dangers for a woman to attend the Beis says still, Number two, and here the Gra advances a halachic ruling, and it's some, it seems to be somewhat of a strict halachic ruling, but this appears to be the opinion of the Gra based on the Rambam. And that is, For the sake of God, you need to separate a fifth of your earnings for tzedakah. Fifth of your earnings? I thought, Maisar. Nope. Not the Gra. Not the Rambam. The opinion of the Rambam and the opinion of the Gra, who Paskins like the Rambam, is you should give a fifth. We'll, we'll dis, um, discuss that tomorrow. But that is the Shita of the Gra. We'll have to explain how the Chafetz Chaim explains the opinion of the Gra that you should give a Chaimesh. Do not give less, um, as I've warned you. If you give less than a fifth of your earnings, every second you will be violating negative prohibitions, and positive prohibitions. The And, V'shakol ki'ilu kafar b'toyra ha'kadosh And it's equivalent to someone 
denying the authenticity of the Torah. Why? Someone who doesn't give tzedakah, he is denying the promise of the Torah that if you give tzedakah, God will bless you and you won't lose out. So if you don't, if a person is stingy when it comes to tzedakah, it's like they're uh, being denying the promise that the Torah offers to those who are generous. But the opinion of the Igra is to give a fifth. And the um, the third way, in other words, the Gra is saying three ways you could get Olam Abba, even if you don't go to Shul. Number one, even the little that you do, since you're doing Lashem Shamayim, is reckoned as a lot. Number two, to to give tzedakah a fifth. And number three, Abel Ha'ikr, the main way to bizoicha to Olam Abba, the main way to piv. Guard your mouth. This is more than all the learning that you do and all the actions that you do. And by guarding your mouth, you uh, attain the title of being considered a tranquil woman. Otherwise, you have no tranquility. And this is based on the idea that when, if somebody's not careful with the words that they say, even if they learn a lot, they could end up having their schar for Limana Torah taken away from them and given to the one that they speak about. So the Gros says a simple calculation. You're better off learning a little bit and being careful with what you say than learning a lot and not being careful with what you say. Because you could learn a lot, but if you're not caref- careful with your diburim, you could lose it. But if you learn a little, at least if you're careful with how you speak, you're able to sort of ensure um, that which you, you learn. Ki So these are the three ways the Gros says a person could get Olam Abba, even if they never step foot in shul. Number one, if you do, if since you're acting l'shem shamayim, he's telling his wife and daughters that's um, considered like your marba. Number two, by being generous with tzedakah, and number three, by shmiras ha piv, that is a greater way to get olam abba. The gross says haval ha iker lezakos la olam abba b'shmiras piv. Okay, tomorrow we'll speak about more this halachic ruling of the gra of a chaymesh. Wishing everyone a great evening. Tonight, 9.15, we're finishing the third parak of Mesechda Yivamois. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Have a great Tuesday. And uh, Be'ez Hashem, see you tomorrow, 5.30. Be'ez Hashem, be well.